Welcome to the Reckoning Podcast, where we stoke a campfire, gather around, and have real-life conversations with old friends, new friends, professionals, and just shoot the shit. Reckoning all things from hunting, outdoors, beauty, entrepreneurship, relationships, life, and more. It's all just a reckoning. I'm so excited. On this week's episode, you get to know my husband, Cody. You've seen him on Instagram. You've heard about him in previous episodes, and I thought it was finally time that you get to know him and kind of get to know us. Um, We tried this once before, and it was kind of like an awkward first date for people that have known each other forever. (laughs) Plus, technology was not working in our favor. So we finally got Cody in the studio to hang out and discuss our first hunts together. We talk about how that differs for Cody from just going with the guys when we first started hunting together and how we've adapted to hunting together over the years. We also just kind of shoot the shit and we, oddly enough, we end up talking about our antelope hunts. Our first antelope hunt together was in Montana in 2007. That was forever ago. And Utah 2020 hunt that we just had with the boys there. We discuss how we take the boys hunting, how we're introducing it to them, and tips for taking them, your wife, your girlfriend, or someone that's new to hunting that you want to introduce. Hot tip, they don't call me snack pack for no reason. I always have my backpack full of food, snacks, coffee. Okay? (laughs) Then you get to listen to us talk about some of our favorite hunting stories. It feels like we have thousands more to discuss. Times about when we were nervous, unprepared, and plus our recent adventures and what's to come. We're so excited that it's finally starting to get warm here in Utah, and I'm really looking forward to some fishing and exploring while it is warm, and then getting ready for the fall hunts. So without further ado, welcome Cody to the show. Let's go ahead and light that campfire and get chatting. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Only took an email and a whole bunch of <laughs> prayers. <laughs> so I have my husband Cody, sexy mister, on. We've been together, we met a long time ago. We gotta paint a picture for everyone. Yep, a long time ago. How long ago did we meet? Sixteen years ago. That's a long time ago. A That's a kid driving ago. a car long ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's how long ago it is. And we've been married for 12. 12 years. I was doing the math. It's been long enough that I'm like over 10. You know specifically it's been 12? Yeah. Oh. Because you just figured that out a couple weeks ago? No. Oh. Just because you know? Yeah. Because you love me? <laughs> yeah. That's why I know. I love you, but <clears throat> I'm not keeping track. So we've been married for 12 years. It wasn't always like the easiest 12 years. No. I think like everybody should know that marriage is not easy, don't you? Absolutely. I think it's ridiculous when people, oh, there goes the kids. We're recording at night and the kids are outside playing in Cooper's turkey blind. (laughs) So this should be interesting. But I think everyone should know, like it's not easy if someone's just starting out or if you're in marriage and it fucking sucks for a second it's tough it's work huh oh yeah still work still work and now after this long we've figured out kind of how to navigate each other most days depending on what personality i have out to play yeah (laughs) for real (laughs) so we've been married 12 years and then we've got our two boys that if you follow us on Instagram, I've seen because they're freaking cute. So we've got them, we're raising them out in the woods. About have residency. We should out there. How do you gain residency out there? I don't know. We're still Utah residents. We are. <laughs> it's true. I don't think there's any perks. But we've lived out of there twenty, lived out there twenty five percent of the year so far. There goes rivers. We really have. We've been out there since. February. February. Off and on. Off and on. And then we just really made home. When? April? March. Easter weekend. Easter weekend. Which was perfect. Highly suggest finding somewhere that you can just get accustomed to and let the kids run free. That's the best. Plus, out there, I feel like no matter how many times we've wandered, we find something new. Every time. Every time. Have you ever gone out there and not? No, because the last time we found somewhere new too. You don't know if we were going to come out of Canyon. 
ended up in Colorado. We ended up in Colorado and then back into Utah. Then right back out on the road where we wanted. So something that I think everyone would appreciate about you is, was it our first kiss? Our first kiss up on the mountain. And as we're kissing and really liking it, it was, go- it was going somewhere good. I could feel it. <laughs> and then Cody stops. I'm like, what? He's like, shh. I'm like, what? He's like, there's a deer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of when I fell in love with you. <laughs> Which is really quick, but I was like, oh my gosh. Do you remember that? Yeah. You do? I just wonder if, like, it's been so long or if there's just pieces I remember. Oh, I remember. Were you there? So then we started dating, and I I feel like some of our first hangouts were hunting. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Pitter-patter. I wonder what they're doing. Pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Let's get at her. So I feel like some of our first things were hunts. As far as dates. Do you remember what our first hunt was? You don't? We started dating in... I'm sure it was a duck hunt. It was a duck hunt. It was just more like a let's go out and shoot shit. Let's go with an excuse. (laughs) Yeah. And I think I remember this for this specific reason. Because I was still at home and my dad was the one that like had all the guns in the safe and stuff. So when you invited me, I was like... Oh, yeah, like, I'll go. But then I was like, hey, Dad, (laughs) I need a shotgun. Where's all my stuff? Let's get it found. I think that's why I specifically remember that. And he was like, get me all set up. And he was so excited. My dad was super stoked, like, oh, we're this. You got this. Oh, yeah, look, here's this, which now that you know my dad, sounds just like my dad, right? Oh, yeah. He was getting me all set up to go impress the boys. But I don't think I was that impressive because I'm not very good at shooting fell. (laughs) We brought home a live duck. I, that was after. That was not our first date. Yeah, that was I after. did bring home Mr. Quackers. He was injured. So that was our first, like, hunt hunt together. But do you remember our first besides that hunt? Together? Together. You and I, and possibly one other person. Let me just keep dropping hints. Okay. I, that's what I was wondering if it was. We did the duck hunt. archery. Huh? No. Yeah, I don't know that. But this is how long we've been together. You can't even remember that far back. What? <laughs> we did the duck hunt. Because we started dating in November. Okay, the first thing I we had I had a tag for was a turkey. We went turkey oh, hunting yeah. with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> now I remember. Really? Oh, that's a way long time ago. Yeah, do you not remember that? That comes up before all the other ones. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That was our first couple day hunt together. Because we went down south in southern Utah. Is that yeah. southern Utah? Central Utah? Southern. Southern central Utah. South central. South central. That sounds better. <laughs> Utah. And I had a turkey tag. And I was super stoked because... Turkeys were my jam, especially back then, because I'd done several turkey hunts with my dad, and that was, like, my dad and I's thing. And then I got to bring Big Bag Cody with, and I got to hang out with my two best friends. They bonded very quickly. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Did you? Oh, yeah. You don't want to tell how? (laughs) Not particularly. (laughs) Okay. Do you want me to share? I don't care. Huh. Would my dad care? No. Why are you being bashful? It was just funny. It was funny. You don't want to share? Do you get nervous about things being out in the ether? Yeah. Why? What's the ether? I don't know. The internet? Oh. Yeah. Why? How's that going to come up and bite you in the ass? It's not going to bite me in the ass. So it's just weird. Makes you... It's weird. It's funny. It is funny. Whatever, another, a story for another time. There you go. You can tell it. No, that's not my story to tell. You were there. I know, but I was showering. I know. The story's getting weirder. (laughs) For real. (laughs) Uh, But yes, it was amazing because, minus the fact that it snowed, because we know how I feel about the snow most of the time. I've gotten better in my old age, which is odd. But I got my bird. 
and Cody and my dad were with. And those were our first like hunting pictures together too. I was looking at them. And boy, do we look like babies. We were little. We were way little. So little. So that was our first hunt together. And from there, that's the hunt where we kind of all came up. My dad must have just completely loved you as much as you guys fought at first. Because that's when he was telling me. Okay, mid. Fought later. Later. But that's when he was like, we're going back to Montana. You can tell him for his birthday he'll take him out a little pony. And I was like, jeez, Dad. We should do that again. We should do that again. So, thanks to my dad. This is why we're still here. Well, you're full of words. I shot two antelope on that hunt. You shot, you know, you shot two antelope. Yeah. So that fall, that was in the spring, the spring turkey hunt, and then that coming fall, we went antelope hunting in Montana. The whole family. I had a tag. You had a tag. My dad had a tag. And Cody shot two antelope. You can elaborate. It was the bow hunt, right? You're all using bows. Yep. Both of them lived. Well, that's good. I'm glad that's how the story... Well, it kind of sucks you didn't get any, but... What they, happened with the first one? They both got killed later. They were both big. They were both big, huh? Because we stalked the, their website after we left. Yeah. So what happened with the first one? The hell? First one. <clears throat> Did I shoot two or just one? I don't know. This is your story, not mine. I was sitting in a blind around the corner. I think I just shot one. Reading Twilight on the blind. Naked as a jaybird. We started there, and it was so hot. Yeah, like that's way hot. everyone, when you would pick them up from their blind, I stripped down to my underwear. Then, Long enough ago, I can't remember anything. Really? Pretty sure I only shot one, and then we stalked the same one again. Because I let a lot of them go, and they were upset I was passing good bugs. Why were you passing the good bugs? Because you can't kill a great bug if you shoot a... Okay. I wanted that wide one. You were after wide. You had seen a specific buck that you wanted that was coming into where you were? No. I wanted to go stalk that one by the lodge. Mm -hmm. That was really hard for you when we were there and it was like you sit in a blind hunt, huh? Yeah, it was hard. I got my ass chewed. Because you got out and yeah. stalked. <laughs> the guy chewed my ass for getting out of the blind and going and stalking that one buck. He was super tall, good diggers. I got the 29 yards. Took some cool pictures of him and his does better. Imagine the pictures you'd have nowadays. These were I still flip that. phone days. Yeah. The printed pictures are still pixelated. Yeah, they on are. On my digital camera. Plus the zoom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, clicks. Yeah. He was telling me, do not get out of the blind at all, ever, for any reason. Then we got back to the lodge, and I started showing him pictures. like... Wow. <laughs> they didn't even know you were there? I was like, no. I am used He's to like, do you guys stuff. do this a lot? I was like, the only way I know how to hunt in Utah, yeah. spot and stalk. And I spotted the deer shed, so I went and got it too. You did? I didn't know you brought home a deer shed. Yeah. found a white four-point horn up there, and when I went to get it, I found that porcupine up in the rocks. Hmm. I got pictures of it still too. I did not know that. Yeah. I learned on that hunt that antelope crawl underneath the fences instead of hop over the fence. And I thought I just had these freak of antelope. Nope. <laughs> Pretty normal. <laughs> I was like, I have to tell you guys what I saw today. And everyone thought I was a weirdo. She was so excited to tell us. It was like, yeah, they always do. I've seen maybe <laughs> two antelope in my life jump a fence. I was too. And you know, we'd been out, we'd be out there all day and it's like all day I was just like, Slap on my knees like I can't wait to tell everyone when I get back to camp. <laughs> and then nobody cared. <laughs> like, yeah, you big ding dong. I didn't know. Awesome. It was awesome. It was so much fun. And that's when Katie was little. My little sister Katie, she was with and she sat out there with me. My dad was the only one to successfully tag out. Yeah. Got to go to Custer National Park, State Park, whatever it is. Yeah. Battle of the Little Bighorn History. That was really cool. It was way cool. I always love when we can find somewhere. We'll have to take our boys up there. Yeah, that would do be cool. Do the same thing. I like when we can go explore <clears throat> and go somewhere and we can find things along the way. Or history. Just seeing even more history. Because even as we have drove around Utah, all of a sudden we'll see a little monument and we can learn something more. 
Oh, but there's all kinds of cool stuff. You could go hunt and be one with whatever, whatever history is out there. Oh, yeah. Where should we go that's got good history? Arkansas. What's there? Dead bear hunter. Recently. No, like 200 years ago. In Germany. I have to listen to the Bear Grease podcast. Okay. Pretty cool. So we need to go to Arkansas. Was it a big bear? They got the bear hunter? Yeah. The bear hunter died by a bear. Yeah. Killed like five of their dogs. Him and his hunt partner. Trying to save the dogs. Killed the one guy. Dislocated the other guy's arm. 200 years ago? They are friends with Indians. Be interesting. It was the Indians' dogs they were using. You'll have to listen to it. It's pretty cool. Okay. What's that called again? Bear Grease. Bear Grease. It's a podcast or an episode? An episode of the podcast. What podcast is it on? Bear Grease. <laughs> so, okay. Clay, I'll find Bear Clay Grease. Newcomb. Got it. I've never hunted. I've had opportunities that were supposed to happen, especially back east. So, we need to do an eastern hunt and a southern hunt. Because we haven't done either one of those. Yeah. Is Arizona considered? No. Still haven't killed a white tail. What all have you harvested? Go. Rapid fire. Deer, elk, bison, antelope. Antelope. Boy, did you. That was really cool. That was in August. Last August, Last yeah. Last August. That's crazy. How did that all pan out? Explain what happened with your antelope that you finally got to get. Got a phone call from Utah Fish and Game Biologist asking if I wanted two doe antelope tags. Part of a depredation hunt. Some landowners are having problems. and I said, sure. And he said, okay, it starts tomorrow and goes for two weeks. Go pay the fishing game and get your licenses. That was a good day. It was a good day. Got my truck. We got your antelope tags. And then the next day we took the brand new truck. Was it the next day? Two days. Two days later. Went and got your antelope. Yep. So then two days later, got the antelope. And they sent us a list of... Landowners. Landowners. Which were basically a bunch of farmers. I went to help a friend with a buffalo hunt the opening day. So we couldn't go till the next day. So I had you call landowners mm-hmm. and let me tell you boy did i do it right huh oh yeah got a list of names i printed off the paper and i had my airpods in and i was getting ready to call the first name at the top because obviously you start at the top that's what you've been taught you make your way down the list well i have my airpods in is that i went to go dial the first person at the top and like rubbed my airpod so it ended my call and then I was thinking to myself, you know what? I'll bet everybody else is starting at the top of this list. So I started at the bottom. First guy I called, happy as a clam, come on down. He was awesome. He did things for me. Theo. Old Theo. Yep, that's what I'm gonna call him if you've ever seen Son in Law. <laughs> My favorite movie of all time. Theo led us around. So we met Theo down at his, <laughs> at his house ranch. And he told us kind of where to go, huh? Where he'd been yeah. seeing them and having problems because they were eating his crop. Is that correct? Yes. Then what happened next? He said, follow me. We walked about 15 steps around the corner of his house, and he says, that's my pivot. There's antelope out there in it. That one over there is my pivot. <laughs> antelope in that one, too. That out there is Indian land. I don't care if you shoot one out there. I says, I think we'll stay at your place. <laughs> yeah. Leave those ones alone. That one over there is my brother's pivot. You can hunt that one. Kill as many as you want. Let me know what if you need help with anything. I have a tag for two. <laughs> I'll stay off the Indian land. Thanks, Theo. Thank you. <laughs> and I just, that was really the first thing. I hadn't killed anything with the 28 I built the year before yet. I shot that one coyote opening day of the deer hunt, but didn't kill a big game animal with it yet. Mm-hmm. So we drive down to his brother's pivot where he took the road he told us we could use to go in. There's two doe antelope laying about 10 yards off the road. Could have ended it there. No challenge. No challenge. So we drive down the road past his brother's pivot. There's, I don't know, a dozen antelope in there feeding. They were kind of right against the weld where didn't have a good shot. So we drove down to his other pivot, spotted out into his third pivot. 
found about 15 and I picked out two does that I thought would be a good shot. I don't know, 680 yards. Dialed my elevation, checking my windows. The wind was bouncing between four and nine miles an hour, figuring out what to hold. Hear a hum. Well, before that, there's two, three does coming in off the native land reservation. My oldest boy is telling me, Dad, right here, shoot these. I'm like, yeah, they're only like 80 yards, 100 yards. Like, they're fine. They're still on the they're fine. native land, buddy. It's fine. It's like, I'm going to shoot these ones out here. So we got to set up, ready to try and video everything, get all my windage right. Then I hear the hum, and here comes the backhoe. Theo pulls up. Shoot two of these ones right here on my brother's pivot. The ones out of the native had just crossed in there. So I was kind of pouting. I walked over, grabbed my gun, turned it around, walked to the other side, dialed it back to zero. You were pouting. <laughs> Theo was so excited. Brittany's like, you don't need to dial or anything? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you had such a plan. So I laid down. You did have all your shit out, too. I know. Calculating it all. Yeah. And then you Ballistic went from ups. that to just fucking shoot the antelope. Yep. Then it turned into a safari. Here, shoot these ones. So I didn't even range them. I would guess between 80 and 100 yards. Mm-hmm. I let two separate. Shot the one on the left. Chambered another one. The other one had wheeled around, I don't know, 10 yards. Stopped. Punched her. Hear the tractor start. He drives off. Good job, guys. Let me know if you need anything. <laughs> <laughs> he was excited, though. He was glad to he have us He was way excited. He was super impressed with your shooting, too. I was. That's something that you always say, like, with your buddies. Like, wouldn't it be cool if you could just get one and then the other, you know? You it's always, always cool to shoot more than one. Oh, yeah. But you really got to do it. And they're little, too. Then we took pictures, went through them in the truck hole. Called Theo, asked him where he wanted us to get him. He told us where. We went out on the edge of his place at the end of a pivot. Threw, pulled him out off the tailgate. Brittany went to work on butchering one. I went to work on butchering the other and got him out. Would already bought ice that morning. Threw them right on ice. They sure do stink with their hide on. They do. They are way stinky with their hide on. Do for, they have some gland? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. For as delicious as they already eat. I think we ate two antelope in one a month. We had we just barely ate the last sausage. Well, I know, but that's because we wasted them in sauce. So- one of them in sausage. We didn't waste it though. It was good. No, we didn't waste it, but I'd rather had it in steaks. I know, but we didn't like both of us. Don't you think before this hunt, like weren't sure about antelope? Yeah, because your dad's from Montana it was okay, and then you always hear about how terrible antelope is, but. But I think we've got our good field care our good field care because we did we both worked on each one and we plan threw on it killing in one and take ice yeah and took ice and they were fine because we we were a ways from home and we drove i don't know what five hours we took the long way home yeah. went again with the this historic route. route for at least five hours in 104 degree heat yeah but we had them on ice within an hour within an hour and they stayed cold the whole time so with the antelope what did we end up getting we got steaks the one we cut up ourselves, cut it into steaks, did some jerky. We did some roasts off that one too. They were really good, but then we ended up cutting the rest of the roasts into steaks. Yeah, because the steaks were so, so good. good. I'll have to find a picture and post when this goes out of when the first time we ate it on the Traeger. And we didn't even plate it. It didn't even make it to plates. We were pulling it right off of the Traeger. And the kids were fighting over it. Yeah, we looked like the freaking crudes. For real. But I have a picture holding the steak and the juice is just dripping down my hand. It was so tender and delicious. It was unreal. And the sausage is super good. That's always what I suggest to people if they're kind of unsure on wild game is sausage it. Yeah. If you've got a good sausage recipe. So you got to take me hunting. And now you've got your boys hunting. Yeah. And we just heard that the boys are going with you. Did you always... I mean, at some point you were thinking, like, one day I'm going to... Raise me some little hunters. Do you have those thoughts ever? Like one day I'm excited to take my kid hunting. Yeah. Before kids, were you like, I'm going to have kids and I'm going to take them hunting? No. <laughs> me either, that's okay. There's never like a goal <laughs> or I guess just didn't really think about it. But. And you married me and you were like, 
I'm gonna put a baby inside of her. <laughs> that was the biking in me. I know, I'm here for it. <laughs> it's my favorite when they say that. But then we had kids, and you did so. We had kids, luckily. Luckily, we're very lucky. We did get lucky with that. Between cancer and mm -hmm. your ovaries. <laughs> my angry ovaries, angry yeah. Angry ovaries. Our first year of marriage, it was our first year, huh? Not even. First couple months of marriage. Yeah. I was having much problems. My ovaries, endometriosis, all the shit. And then that April, Cody was diagnosed with testicular cancer. But all is good. And we were able to have two beautiful children. And you've been cancer free for 11, 11 years. years. So we got cooped not long after. Yeah. So luckily we were able to have our two awesome kids, and they clearly thrive outdoors because we oh, haven't yeah. seen them. <laughs> well, we're in the office doing this, and they're outside with the turkey blind. They've been running in and out. Who knows what we're going to find when we go outside, but they're happy. Their toes are in the grass. The breeze is on their face. They've got... Neighbor's cat in their sides. <laughs> no. They but love the kitties. not me. They love the cats. That's true. They love. They are after a snake. For hunters, they do love animals. I think most I incredible hunters, that is part of it. I don't know a hunter that hates animals and hunts because he hates them. Exactly. I guess that's a stupid statement. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Some of my favorite videos are the ones that, because we like to hunt animals, doesn't mean we don't want to save them then. See some guy getting the shit kicked out of him helping a deer out of a fence. Right? We're out of the ice. <clears throat> yeah. So when the boys were little, or Cooper, because we started with Cooper, and we have a five-year age gap between the boys, when you were thinking, oh, I've got a son now, I'm going to take him hunting, has it gone like you expected? I don't know. I would think so. Good news is... I expected to get him a deer tag this year, but other than okay. that... <laughs> but, like, as far as teaching him and going out with him... Do you think that's just also, I think, too, I guess what I'm getting at is when you're hunting with your guys, your group of friends, or the adults, you go harder and faster and longer. Oh, yeah. But as time goes on and as the kids get older, you've got those five to eight years before they're ready to actually go out and start hunting. You've kind of adapted as a parent and know what their needs are. Yeah. You realize and their that that limits changes. are yeah, their limits for sure. Comfort limits. Mhm. Mm and I think you're really good at realizing you don't ever want to spoil it for them as far as pushing them too hard, too fast. Yeah. Making something miserable to where they don't ever want to go out again. If you don't enjoy it or comfortable, you don't want to do it again. Exactly. No, I think that goes for both kids and like if somebody's trying to get somebody into hunting. Yeah. Know their limits. Know their limits. Especially because I know a lot of guys Don't want... Don't burn them out. Mm hmm Like their girlfriends or wives to go out with them. But they go out and do their normal thing and expect them to mm -hmm. keep up, and then it's just miserable. Yeah, and if it's not something they've ever done, you can't expect somebody to go out into those elements. You can't make it fun or support mm -hmm. them. And support them. No, I agree. I think you've done a really good job with that. Look at what kind of experience you're after and step back and say, is it my hunt or their hunt? What am I looking to get out of this, or what are they looking to get out of this? That's a great question. That's a great way to start. Instead of just start with get some, in, let's start, go. Start with something simple and higher probability of success, too. Is mm -hmm. a big thing if you're trying to get somebody into it. Oh, yeah. And to think of that, too, like, okay. And if, and if they're uneasy, like, if you're trying to get a girl into it or something, start with a turkey. You know why you start with a turkey? Why? They don't have eyelashes. They can't bat them at you? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I feel that's like... That's why people are okay with fishing and not hunting. Fish <laughs> don't have eyelashes. And the turkey hunt. I think turkey hunt's perfect for children also because you can sit in the blind and you can kind of hang out. I mean, maybe you shouldn't, but it's worked out okay for us. Where you can, like, hang out, eat your snacks, do pee. your thing, you can pee... <laughs> Like, <laughs> you can kind of be loud, and then when it's go time, like, then they can all be quiet, and the excitement's happening. I feel like that's a really good way to do it. Yeah. And the elements aren't awful. Good family fun. Good family fun. It really is. Some people, we've been hunting with some 
of your acquaintances where on my end like it blows my mind some people don't need to eat or like they don't get cold or they just so my hunt acquaintances horny. or me both at <laughs> first but I think the thing is is I know this I know I need to eat I know that I'm not pleasant if I'm freezing my ass off i'll do cold and but that, if i'm freezing that's also something to take into account like I'm that's good what with i'm kids. saying think of these things like think of snacks for kids snacks and stuff for but kids if you're trying to take or a your girl, girlfriend i was gonna say i'm just gonna speak for all of us now we want snacks we're not gonna tell you but if she's looking you out the window so and she's angry. pouting i didn't get fed all day and i laid in the goose what are those things called layout blind yeah Froze my ass off, didn't shoot a goose, and I was hungry. And then when I thought we were going to lunch, we went and talked to somebody else about get going on their property. Still didn't get food. <laughs> I was going to shoot a goose at that point goose. just so I could eat some dinner. Because it was dinner at that point, we left at like 3.30 in the morning. It's still triggering for me. Can you tell? Sorry. yeah. <laughs> but that's my point, that's as my I'm bad. saying... For everybody else, because sometimes you just I'm don't think of this. It, yeah. yeah. Or you have like jerky in your backpack. And you know, I have jerky, or you know, I have this. But is there enough? Is there enough for two of you? Now there probably is, because you know this. But starting out dating or taking somebody for the first time, there's not. Well, then you end up for, like I don't know. With me, I end up further than I thought. It's always, always. One, one more ridge. I just yeah. want to see over this. I want to go mm. down here. Which I am down <clears throat> for the adventure. So I definitely pack extra food and everything now. Because I love I it. I probably pack a lot of unnecessary weight 99% of the time. But I like being prepared. But those times I get in further than I want it yeah. to, it's nice to and you're Or like, help somebody else. Yeah, it is nice. No, I think, I think that's important and people forget that. If you're starting to introduce somebody to something and you want them to enjoy it or have fun at least. Or at least try again. Because you know what? Not everybody's going to like it either, too. you got to go in with that expectation. It just might not be for them. But I do believe... Some people are looking for a completely different experience. They just want to go in yeah. and just... If I see one, great. If I don't, great. Yeah. Some people don't want to work harder to make it happen. They're just this okay is true. with it not. No, and you raise a good point. Like you said at the beginning of all this, is even just communicating with them. Like, what are you expecting? And what are you good with? So then you know... And if their expectations are unreal, then you then just you can tell them. flat out say it, yeah. and nobody's feelings are going to get hurt. Everybody wants to just drive down the road and shoot a giant animal. But some people are, again, totally fine with, I just want to go in and see country, <clears throat> or I would love to see an animal. Some people get lucky, and some people saw a TV show, and it's only a highlight reel. You don't get lucky every time. Most of the time, you got to work your ass off to get it mm -hmm. done. I think a lot of people that, do you think people that don't know or haven't been around it enough go into it thinking that every time you go out, you get something? Yes. Because of TV. That's why I'm saying you want to know what their expectation is mm -hmm. out of the hunt before you start. Mm -hmm. But you can have some of the TV best conversations friends, out there. Right. Everybody wants to brag and talk about their best hunt, but yeah. very rarely do people talk about their worst hunt. What was your worst hunt? <laughs> My worst hunt was when I went out at 3.30 in the morning, sat in a goose blind, <laughs> froze my ass off, thought I was going for lunch, didn't go for lunch. I'm sorry. What was your worst hunt? But you know what? I got to hang out with you. After I ate, then I was happy. I don't know if I've had a worst hunt. At the end of the day, it's still oh, hunting. Oh, good. Look at you. Silver linings. The one backpack hunt we did. In the snow, we ended up coming home early, but that was just because it snowed and was so foggy we couldn't see the deer we'd been watching. But you got to see really amazing country. Always. Then we ended up breaking the zipper off the tent. Mm -hmm. Snow was coming in. So we decided it's probably better to just leave. Yeah. It's still kind of a cool memory, cool story. Just more unsuccessful. Right. And more ways than not filling your tag and that actually turned into my biggest deer got back to lucky went to another area that i hadn't really scouted that year hadn't hunted in years past and knew the area but it was high enough about ten thousand feet that 
we figured it was probably fogged in opening morning too, so maybe the second day would be like opening day. I killed a 176 bug. The one that's hanging over our stairs, stairs right yeah. there. Put in all the work to backpack up Friday and get ready for opening morning just to get butts kicked by fog and snow. Not a state and waited it out if tent hadn't filled. What was your scariest hunt? Do you have a, like, a scare? Okay, what was your scariest moment in the woods? Do you have a moment where you were a little bit nervous? Several. You do? That you can think of right now? We've all been on horses, actually. Because that's, yeah, when the horses are a little nervous, that's when you get nervous. That time with you and we had something following us. There's one time I was up in the UNAs, had something following me. And then the time right here above the house, riding horses up the canyon, had a bear come in to 80 yards straight on in the trail and started clacking his jaws at us. Like that. Wow. Yeah, when horses are nervous, you know. Yeah, most Think how many times you've been followed and you don't even know. Oh, yeah. Don't you think the one time that it was a wolf? Could be. Probably was. Terrifying. We don't have wolves in Utah, they say. LOL. I've seen ha, ha, ha. I've seen we them. have seen them. Not far from our house, actually. It's really not that far from our house, if you think about it. I video them. It's not very far. If you go thinking about how far they travel. Probably six or seven miles from here. Yeah. Which isn't a big deal to other states because they just have them roaming out free. We've had them up to the ranch. Well, that's where we were the when Paul we Craig. were. Yeah, when you thought we had a wolf following us. Yeah. Did you know what's you wolf it down, not wolf it down? If you eat something. Yes. <laughs> you did? I didn't. I thought it was you wolf it down like. You eat like a wolf? But then when I heard somebody say that, actually it was on <laughs> the Absolutely Not podcast, I was like, huh. Did you watch that on pay per view? <laughs> no. We don't have pay per view. Do you hear it? Pay per view. Always heard it. Always known what it meant. I was like 31 years old when I learned <laughs> that it's pay per view. Not pay-per-view. Like a piece of paper. How view. old are you? I'm 32. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been 32 for a month? Uh-huh. So two months ago? Well, I think it was last year. It was. Six months ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw it spelled out on TV for the first time in my life. Pay-per-view. Honestly, I went... 31 years thinking it was pay-per-view my mind was blown there's nothing that's blown your mind like that before did you have to pay 50 cents to put it in the news pay-per-view no we've been living in the woods that's been going well huh we kind of mentioned it at the beginning yeah we've been helping a friend on a bear hunt also hopefully we can get him one yep he's got another week We've been out there and just living our best life. The boys love it because they can roam everywhere. We had buffalo come into camp. Did you share that on Instagram? No. I thought you did. I don't think so. I think you did. I might have put it on my story, I guess. So you shared it on Instagram. Maybe. I don't remember. (laughs) So we had buffalo come into camp. That was exciting. New neighbors. New neighbors. Take care of the it lawn. was the deer for the first two months. It was. Right and then they camp. left and went up higher. Then we got buffalo. <clears throat> Take it. Me too. I love it out there. It makes me sad to have to come home. But it's going to start getting really hot out there, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, we know this, actually, based off of our other time out there. and The, the deer are growing great. The summer, they are growing great. Shout out to Tag Too bad get a tag. I was just going to say. Sucks to be you. Sucks stupid, to be me. Stupid point creep. Yeah, I really earned me some points this year. Thanks a lot. But I'm excited. We're going to explore some more. Where are we headed next? Anywhere good? Uh, Higher in the pines? Yeah, I'd like to go up into the UNAs. Do some fly fishing. Yes. For my birthday. I think I shared on Instagram. I got my... Everyone knows I got my Jeb oil for Valentine's. I love you. Thank you. And I've used it a a whole bunch. I've, have I used it almost more than you used yours that you've had in your pack for a couple of years? No. <laughs> Just making coffee? No. Not even close. I'll get there one day. But I got my jet boil. 
So I'm set, and I keep it in the truck so that I can make coffee at any time, and then obviously my backpack when we need it, but we haven't gotten there yet. And then I got my pink, my pink fly fishing rod, which I'm really excited about, because pink fishing poles is my thing. We're going to go fly fishing, huh? Yep. We're going to go backpack in, you and I. Good fisherman? I am not. No. <laughs> I love you, but that's not your thing. It's not my thing. But I love that you're not willing even, to learn. Not even going to pretend. But I love that you knew that I wanted to do it, and so you got me all my stuff. So you and I, love you kids, bye-bye. We're going to go pack in somewhere and use the shit on my jet boil. You can use yours. We're going to fly fish. Hopefully we're going to eat fish for dinner. We're eating fish tonight, boys. There you go. Think how much fun that'll be. I can find plants to cook with and season them. I have seasonings in my backpack. I know, but sometimes huh. it's just nice to use what the earth's got around them, you know? Be cool. Really incorporate what Mother Nature has to offer. I'd like to learn more about plants. Me too. Edible I was thinking plants, I need to get poisonous it. plants. Right. I want to find a book. So if anyone has any good suggestions for that, I would like to find one. I was actually thinking of that today in Carpool. Maybe we should read Coop's Meat yeah. Eater's Guide to Wilderness Survival. I know. Figured I'd let him. He's got it all bookmarked up and everything. I figured I'd let him finish it, and then Mama wants to take a dive into it. I'm excited. So we need to head to the Uintas, and we also need to learn to fly fish. <laughs> you know how? I've successfully fly fished. I have success. I have fly fished. I have not caught a fish. I'm gonna be a fly fishing son of a bee. Wait till I got. Can you just see me now? Big old fish. Do you catch big fish on Your fly free fish? fly apparel? In my free fly apparel, which is so amazing. I gotta order more of those. I, can't I wish they made it in black, but it's probably counterintuitive because, yeah. like, out in the sun. <laughs> but I got the... That's what else I got, huh? For my birthday, I got the fly fishing the thing. Oh, okay. It all blends together. I got my pole. I got my King's Camel Gators. Thank you. So they actually fit my legs. What else did you get for your birthday? I know, a massage. What else? <laughs> Ammo. What else? Peanut butter bar. <laughs> what else? <laughs> How do you take your flies fly fishing? Oh, I got oh. a vest. I thought I had already said that. And I got a sweet vest. I'm going to look really good in it. So that'll be fun. We'll have to go. Yeah. So if anyone knows how to fly fish or has any recommendations or wants to take us, we'll go, huh? Okay, so we're going to go fly fishing. So to be continued on our fly fishing, will you come back on and talk about our adventures? Sure. We're going to backpack in. Did you see, I sent you something on Instagram today about somewhere I would like to go. Let me find it. Um, it's called Banff National Park. Banff yeah, National Forest. Yeah. Will you take me there? Where is it? Not sure, but look at that. Wow. Huh. I think yeah. it's in Canada. Oh. Uh. I've heard of it. It's this not sure where. lake is so blue and then it has pine trees everywhere. That looks like heaven. Do you think you could get fish there? Hope so. As pretty as the Or I don't lake really is. think we ought to go fly fishing there. Probably not, but I would just like to go there in general. So if we could do that, that'd be cool. Thinking if we go fly fish the Unas, we'll find an elk hunt spot. I think so. I think that sounds good. I think we need to find a good spot. We need recommendations because we're we're both... You know what? It's kind of exciting that we're both going to learn fly fishing together. Maybe I could learn some things to teach you. I asked a few questions what people would like to know. One of them is mine, but this is not. What's one of your favorite wild game recipes that I make? Or what would you recommend someone try? Roast. A roast. Why a roast? Versatile. Versatile. Yep, it's good. Buffalo roast good. Any roast is good. Any roast is Dear good. Elk. Okay, so what makes a roast versatile? Tell the people. It's delicious as a roast. You can do it slow cooking in the crock pot with vegetables, whatever you want with it. It's good that way. Mm -hmm. There's always leftovers. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. For his birthday, we did a bison roast and we made tacos. So I shredded it all up and we had bison tacos. Way good. And it was way good. We had none left over, which was disappointing because we thought maybe we didn't even make it through dinner. But it was really good, and I knew there wouldn't be any left because it's so damn good. 
But you always like it because you like it just as a roast with potatoes, meat and potatoes kind of guy. Yeah. And then also making tacos. Nachos. When you're really living your best life, huh? French dips. French dips are way good. Options are endless. Steak salad. Roasted whatever. Roast salad, I guess, technically. Quesadillas. Is there anything else you like? Wild game? You just like when I take... Steak, jerky. Yep. Breakfast sausage. The regular... Just when we take wild game and just use it in any everyday recipe, huh? Like, there's no reason not to. We live off it. I know. That's the thing. I think people except, think you have to except make... Except when I'm a terrible hunter. Yeah, that really sucks. Buying beef. Buying beef sucks. Yeah, I don't like doing that. Especially when you want it to be good, healthy, organic. Yeah. Not full of shit. Lived a good life kind of a beef. Yeah, I think people think know that... Know where it was raised. Know yeah. how it was treated. That with wild game, it's like a specific recipe. It's like you can use it in anything. You can turn it into as mild as you want or plain domestic tasting as you want or as fun as you want. That's what I like about wild game. It's good, fairly plain. A little salt and pepper, maybe garlic salt or something on steaks or you can season it up as much as you want. Just Montreal seasoning. That's all you need. I really like the Traeger rubs, too. Yeah. That we have. Those are really awesome. Yeah. We... <laughs> we're really late to the game. Thank, thank you, SFW. Yeah, thank and you. And lucky people. <clears throat> Me. Brrr. Whatever. I'm gonna win something bigger, too. And I think Traeger just likes me. What up, Traeger? <laughs> <laughs> we're way late to the game. But we... Like, really late to the game. But we just started watching Game of Thrones... We're in season two. So I don't know what that tells anybody because we don't know where this is headed. I mean, now we know there's dragons in it, which I kind of knew all along. But it actually started off a lot differently than I expected. thought it would start off hardcore dragons. That's but, probably why I'm still watching it because it was like... Yeah, it, they knew how to get you in. Real huh? history. And then all of a sudden... I'm not a big sci-fi fan, but... Boom. Boobs and dragons. Seriously. <laughs> so many boobs and wieners. So many. Anyways, that's not what we came on to talk about. But it's true. Wait. I'm here for it. Um but this is where I was going with the Game of Thrones situation. I the other night when we were watching it, there's a scene. I think it's right in the first couple episodes or episode of season two when the the is it Lancasters? Lannisters. Lannisters. Dad is butchering an elk or a stag. I would probably go with stag. Yeah. Up on the table and he's like caping it out. He gets How it first much and did there's... you want to cringe? <laughs> Were you watching it and being like this is not what it like sir? No, I thought if that was all the guts I ever had to pull out of an animal I'd be, have it made cuz I was I having out a handful of intestines and it was done. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a lot of thoughts. As I was watching, I'm like, I'm just going to wait. But you never said anything. Because then as he was, like, pulling back the cape away from it, like he was so aggressive. Yeah. And, like, and then he would yank it. <laughs> and I was like, this is not what it looks like at all. Sorry, sir. Your acting did not go well there. And if you're that powerful, why would you do it by damn self? Oh. It's it, always nice to have a guy helping you. Always Pull nice. the hide or hold the leg. Yeah, always was a power. It was part. It was like playing out his power, part of building the character. You know what I mean? It's just called work harder, not smarter. Yeah, we work smarter, don't we? Are we smarter? Like to. I've done it by myself plenty. Yeah. So that just made me a giggle. I was wondering your thoughts on that because I was having thoughts on it. I was like, I'm just gonna see if he bitches about it. And you never did. I was really surprised. Was I awake? Yep. I just remember thinking, that's it? You're done getting it? One handful of contestants? <laughs> that's okay. funny. And I was, like, watching him gank on the cape, and then, like, just... He was bushwhacking it. Like, that is not... No. Nope. It's not what happens. But people that have no idea are just like, wow, look at that guy go. What a badass. Not that impressive. No, it wasn't that impressive. That's what I'm saying. I was thinking, like, he's ruining the meat. He's going to po- poke a hole through the cape for sure. Well, I'm glad you got to come on. Thanks for penciling me in. That was all the questions, all one. No, there was more. Oh. 
Kristen wrote in, and she would like you to talk about our closet. Closet. That's what I said, and then it, then it hit me. What about our closet? We mentioned our closet one time in passing to her. Oh my hell! <laughs> and looking for a shirt. <laughs> That's literally what I said too. I was like, "What?" And then I'm like, "Oh my." <laughs> being a parent <laughs> it is being a parent sending people on treasure hunts and looking for things in closets <laughs> nope you gonna come back sure right back into the office where you always come and sit and hang out anyways yep you'll come back tell us hopefully you can tell us about fly fishing the big fish I caught that I slept like a peaceful baby out in the woods without even waking you up about a grizzly bear coming to get me. That's just called mountain up slumber. That is. Good. You should do an ad right now. Let's hear it go. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Scared of bears? Drink your slumber. Exactly. See? There you go. And if you want to see our favorites, you can go to the reckoningpodcast.com forward slash mtn dash ops. There you go. There you go. There's the ad. I like it. I just slumber. I will sleep like a fucking baby. It really there. is a game changer on a 30 mile backpack trip. Yeah. That that stuff is... That's my recommendation to everybody slumber. And everyone, if you've listened to any of these, has heard me rave about slumber because I love it. I'm looking forward to it. It's Is it 8 o'clock yet? 801. 801. You're 8 late. o'clock. Mama can make her some slumber because about 45 minutes <laughs> has me out in a deep hibernated state of sleep beautiful wow look at me just playing that in haven't you heard the package oh it's called hibernate with an eight well thank you where can everyone do you want people to come see your adventures do you have adventures your pictures or your animals that you've shot or we talked about where can they find you some stuff on instagram yeah well where can they find you do you know your handle no you no should we look this is what I find very attractive about you. Cody underscore long underscore one. So they can find you at Cody underscore long underscore one. C-O-D-Y underscore L-O-N-G underscore one. Cool. Alright, well I love you. Love you. You ready to go turn on Game of Thrones and drink her slumber? Sure. Okay. Love you a long time. As always, please don't forget to subscribe. Give us a five-star rate interview. It seriously helps us more than you know. You can follow me on Instagram at Brittany.long or at The Reckoning Podcast. Tune in next week.